Welcome to Solo Travel with Darren. This is episode number 30. And today I'm going to be talking about how you can get good, cheap flights. Yeah, I know this podcast is not a budget travel podcast, but um, if you can save some money on a flight, you might as well do it so that you can spend money elsewhere. So today we're going to be talking about um, how I've gotten cheap flights over the years. Um, but before I started, I want to say that, yeah, I understand that we're still in lockdown and we're still in during the COVID and coronavirus. And I know that uh, people aren't flying and people aren't traveling and all that. But I put out these podcasts so that you have this knowledge and you have this skill. So when we do start traveling again, you can remember um, what I said and maybe you can go back to the episodes and listen to them because again if you're you know in 2021 if you want to go somewhere and you want to save some money on a flight then hopefully you'll listen to this podcast um so with all that said though the number one place to go to get a good flight is called skyscanner.com um maybe you've heard of it but mainly you hear about well you hear about googleflights.com and skyscanner.com but I think that Skyscanner.com is by far better than Google Flights, and I'll tell you why. Um, so basically, if you were to fly um, 20 years ago, let's say, you probably would still need, well, you could, you could do, well, let's say 40 years ago. Um, if you were going to fly 40 years ago, you could go to the airline and buy your ticket, and then they would make all the connections and get you to your destination. Um, at the same time, if you wanted to get a more personalized itinerary or you wanted to get you know, your personalized options, you could probably hire a travel agent back there back then, and they could piece together the a flight for you or, or a route for you to get you somewhere either cheapest or quickest or um, a combination of the two um, back then. Well, Skyscanner is essentially an online travel agent. What they do is they look at all the different ways to get to a certain destination, and they give you maybe 10 or 15 different options on flights and all those flights are based on whether or not you decide you want to go there the cheapest way possible or you want to go the fastest way possible or you want to go the best way which is kind of a combination of both uh, cheapness and um, speed but the skyscanner.com is essentially a travel agent and they will piece together flights for you now, if you want to get the cheapest flight possible, you're going to have to make some concessions. I mean, if you, you can get it cheap, but you're going to have to pay. And what I mean by that is that you're going to be on the worst flights out there. You're going to be dealing with six, eight, maybe 10-hour layovers. You're going to be dealing with off-the-way um, airports. Uh, you're going to be dealing with flights that leave, you know, at terrible times in the morning, terrible times uh, in 5:30 in the morning, or red eye flights, or whatever. Every inconvenience of flying you can think of, you're going to probably 
enduring that if you take the cheapest flight possible that's offered on Skyscanner. And that's just one of the prices that you pay, though, if you want to fly cheaply. Um, I've had many times where I've had six-hour, eight-hour layovers in places. Um, I can't remember the last time I did not have a flight at 5.30, 6 o'clock in the morning. Um, these are just the type of things that you do if you're trying to get the cheap flights. And so, but Skyscanner gives you all that from a an abstract view or a bird's eye view of all your different options. And so you can pick which ones you want to, like what you will endure basically to get a cheap flight. You may not want the cheapest, cheapest flight. Maybe you want like the third cheapest flight. But Skyscanner gives you all those options to figure out what you want. Um, another thing as far as just the options and the layout of Skyscanner.com is that it's great that you can say you if you're just if you don't have a specific specific destination or specific dates in mind to travel, you can just put in where you live and then leave the destination blank open and put everywhere. There's a, a drop down link that says everywhere, and so you click on that, and a list of all the countries in the world are going to come up, and they're going to be listed by. What's the cheapest for you to get to from your desti- the destination? I mean, from the from your departure where you're leaving your city, from there to all these different countries in the world, it'll list them from cheapest to most expensive, and you can just kind of browse. You know how much it costs to travel to certain countries um, on on the base on that time of the year, and which is another thing you can get. You look at all the dates, it'll put up a calendar and it'll give you all the options of what day you're flying, what day you're coming back, and you can pick which one that you want. If you want to pick the cheapest one, you just find the cheapest one and do that. Um, it also, there's a function on Skyscanner where you can just put in the cheapest month and it'll have all 12 months up and then it'll show you which is the cheapest month. It'll show you what the most expensive month is also, um, so you can be aware of that. And it, it's so and it's good for that reason in that it kind of gives you just a big broad view if you don't have a specific destination and specific dates. If you do have specific destination and specific dates, then again, you can just put in the where you're leaving from, where you're going, the dates, and the, the calendar will come up. But even then, though, you'll still have the calendar up so that you can see, well, if you can... Um, leave one day earlier, one day later, or or come home one day earlier, one day later, whatever. You can see how that will affect your price um, in your in your your trip. So again, that big that bird's eye view is what I like about Skyscanner, and which I think it's better than um, Google Flights, and 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 all in all, it's better than anything else out there, which I'll mention here in, in a second. So if you're looking for the cheapest flight, definitely go to skyscanner.com. Now, there's a couple other uh, uh, websites that I've used, and one's called Secret Flying, and the other one is The Flight Deal. And what they're supposed to do, they're supposed to give you these secret flights in your email or your Twitter or uh, text messages, and they'll say, here, we found a flight from Phoenix to Columbia um, for... $200 here it is and they send you these like push notifications and 
I've used them once. I used them when I was flying to, I want to, I think it's either Stockholm, Sweden, or Montreal, Canada. But I did use I, uh, the secret flying once, and I found a super good flight to Stockholm on there. And what they do is they, well, well my, what it did for me anyway was, they routed me to another online travel agency that I've never heard of. And so what these like secret flight deals and the flight deal and secret flying do is they use these super small online travel agents or uh, online aggregators or whatever, and they book your flights and they give you your boarding passes and all that. It's a little unnerving because... Um, you've never heard of these people, you, you know, they don't, they don't even really look that legitimate, um, nothing, but they, they work. And I will say I flew to Sweden and back and everything was fine, but these little online, um, travel agents, they're essentially the same thing as kayak or booking.com or Priceline, whatever it, but they're just not as big and not as popular, not as known as those are. Um, so it, 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 but they do work though. Like I said, when you do click on, if you get a deal from flight deal in your Twitter feed and you click on it and then you go in and you, you try to purchase a ticket, it's going to take you to probably some place you'd never, some place you've never heard of. It may be like just cheapflights.com or something like that. And you're like, well, this doesn't seem legit, but it is legit. And so those are the two things for secret flying and you'll get good deals on there for sure. Um, but Again, it's it's not as it's a little unnerving, I should say, but it does work. And then finally, I will tell you about what's called the ITA matrix. And if you heard of it and you've tried to use it, I'll just say I'm sorry because it is one of the most complicated uh, websites you can go to ever. And if you've never heard of it, it's called the ITA Software Matrix Airfare Search. Um, ITA Matrix for short. And what it is, it's kind of like the guts of airline scheduling. It's the back end of airline scheduling, and it looks like it too. I mean, if once you go on there, you it, it it's funny because it tells you, it may tell you on the website, but if not, it tells you on some of the other guides to using it that... This ITA matrix, it's not, it's not meant for consumers. It's meant for businesses. It's meant for the travel sites. And so it's what um, booking.com or um, theflightdeal.com or, or kayak or somebody like that, this is what they go to to find the deals that they show you. And so it's, it's really like the business-to-business uh, flight schedules, and it looks like it too. I mean, if you go on there, it'll take you – well, it took me probably ninety two hour and a half or two hours just to work my way through it, and it's super. It's non intuitive, I guess, is the best way to put it. It's just definitely not consumer friendly, and there's nothing intuitive about it. And it's a lot of like, I guess, airline jargon, um, if for lack of a better way to put it. But um, anyway, so you but you can f- find the same deals and the same like raw data about flights that the online uh, travel agents use. I keep saying online travel agent, and I, I mean, again, Priceline, I mean, Booking.com, I mean, those type of things. Um, so, but anyways, 
But if you're super bored and ambitious and you want to go on the ITA matrix and look for cheap flights, they are there. Um, I did use that, like I said, on one of my flights. I want to say going to Montreal where I think I went through either the Flight Deal or Secret Flying, one of those two websites I talked about earlier, and they took me to the ITA matrix. And so I had to work my way through that in basically um, – book my flight using using those all those fields in there and it worked and it was fine and you know I got everything that I needed but it's not easy and it's not intuitive so I wouldn't recommend going there because I think Skyscanner is just as good um, and much 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 more intuitive and much more easier to use and you you the money that you save on the ITA matrix is not going to be worth the aggravation of going through it. Now, again, that's just my experience and my opinion. I mean, if you've been through it and you have bought flights on there and you, you think it's much easier and I'm making a big deal about it, then um, good for you. And you're probably a rocket scientist, but nevertheless, um, again, good for you. That was just my experience. And so I'm just telling you from my recommendation, um, check out skyscanner.com. So that's going to be it for this episode. Again, I think this was episode 30. If you would, please uh, subscribe to this podcast and leave me a rating and a review. If you would, it just helps in the, um, in the, the basically in the iTunes or the Apple podcast uh, library and catalog and all that. Um, and so it just kind of moves up the ranking for traveler in the traveling section. And what I want to do, obviously, is I want to make sure that people who are into solo travel will see this podcast because that's the whole point of it is to give tips and um, advice for solo travel. And then also, um, if you want to just look at, you know, what the what travel can get you, I guess, or give you, um, I do have a YouTube channel that I've had for about a year, maybe two years, um, and that's Darren's Travel Tips. And I have a lot of the videos that I have from traveling all over the world. So anyways, um, thank you for listening and I will talk to you next week. Thanks.